Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. You know, Martha and I have been seeing this across the nation. A surging Christian working women seeking to be affirmed in their work. A need for recognition that God on purpose gifted women just like men with a unique set of gifts, talents, and abilities. And that often those gifts are designed for execution in the marketplace. Is it okay for a Christian working woman to work? Is it okay okay for a Christian woman to work outside the home? Is it second best? Today we have a conversation on tap with Caitlin Beatty about what she found out as she wrote her book, A Woman's Place, A Christian Vision for Your Calling in the Office, the Home, and the World. We're excited about this conversation because it really resonates with us as we focus on Christian working women through the movement we call She Works for Him. Caitlin Beatty, welcome to I Work for Him. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, we are so glad to have you here. So in the the last minute of this segment, I just want you to share why you wrote this book for women about women and their call to work. Well, what I tell a lot of people when they ask why I wrote mm-hmm. A Woman's Place, I, I usually say I wanted to write a book that I wished that I had had mm. <laughs> 10 years ago, 15 years ago when I was starting out in my career, graduating from college and entering the marketplace. And I find that, you know, there are a a fair number of books about faith and work and how our everyday work participating in the workforce connects to our Christian faith. But in general, there aren't that many faith and work books specifically written for women or by women. And I think women bring a unique perspective and a unique life experience oftentimes to uh, the workplace. And so I really wanted to write as a woman and also highlight um, how other women experience the the benefits of work. They mm-hmm. experience work to be um, fulfilling, to be a way of loving and serving their neighbors, to be a mm-hmm. place where and God we'll, is showing up. And we'll be right back with more from Caitlin Beatty. Check her out online, CaitlinBeatty.com. Many things in life are out of your control, but you can control the content you listen to. I Work For Him has created a podcast with you in mind that gives you control. Subscribe to the I Work For Him Power Pod on your favorite podcast platform and you can choose to listen on demand. Shows release several times per week and offer 15-minute highlights of content to help you learn to transform your workplace into a mission field. Subscribe today by searching for I Work For Him Power Pod on your favorite podcast platform. That's I Work For Him Power Pod. Hey, welcome back to I Work For Him. As we're talking with Caitlin Biddy about her book that she wrote, A Woman's Place, and it's also got a study guide that goes right alongside of it. It'd be a phenomenal study to bring inside the four walls of your church, but maybe also a study to be having out there in the marketplace with a bunch of other Christian working women. A phenomenal resource for so many people. A woman's place. Martha. Yeah, so listeners, this is your opportunity to call the listener line at 866-713-9675, 866-713-WORK. So, Caitlin, you were sharing with us a little bit about why you wrote the book. You, you know, it's a book you wish you had had 10 years prior um, by a woman for women and highlighting um, some of the benefits of of work, I think is what you were starting to say before we broke in um, to the break. But what I want to ask you right at this moment is who, like if, if Jim was saying, you know, this has a, a participant's guide that goes with it, who would you hope would pick up this book and the participant's guide and what would you hope they do with it? 
I think this book and the study guide are definitely intended to be read by both women and men. I mean, you kind of alluded to this earlier, Martha, that men are all men are in relationship with women who work in some capacity. Mm-hmm. And I think as a church and Christian community, we need to understand um, the kind of questions that that women are wrestling with um, and challenges that they're wrestling with as they think about their work. I also think it's a great conversation starter for women who are in different life stages, you know, women who are just starting out in their careers, women who are you know married and have small kids, women who are entering into retirement age. Um, all of this can bring out unique perspectives on work and we need to hear from each other's life stories to better understand how we can support each other. All right. I I promise you I wouldn't go off the rails on you, but I'm going to go off the rails on you because I I never ever imagined that this would be a phenomenal study for both men and women to go through together. But it is so true because a man could really use to have the understanding that you put forth in this book. Yeah. I mean, I think what's true for women in terms of thinking about the spiritual dimensions of our daily work is also true for men. You know, men and women are both made in the image of God. We see in Genesis in the cultural mandate, verse 28 of chapter one, we're given this job assignment. (laughs) All humans are given Mm -hmm. this job assignment to, to steward creation. And as Christians, we understand that God calls us to the marketplace in part to sow seeds of renewal and redemption to be in relationship with people who don't yet know about Jesus. And that's a call for men and women alike, not just mm. women or men. But it's but it's also giving men an opportunity to understand women and their spiritual gifting and their call to the marketplace <laughs> in a whole different level that men have not been given that opportunity before, because there's not a lot of books like this about women, for women, about women at work that men could resource to go, oh, this helps me understand the women around me. Because 55% of the workforce is women. You've created almost (laughs) like a a handbook for trying to understand a woman's place out there working. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it... It's not just husbands, you know, right. who are like, gosh, I want to understand what my my wife is experiencing in, in her daily workplace. It's also pastors. You know, I've been so encouraged to hear from pastors and other church leaders who have found this book and have said, you know, this gives me a new way to understand and connect with female members of the church mm. um, and to help them wade through either difficult situations at church or just to know how to encourage them like, and really practical things like when does our church host a women's Bible study? If it's only during the weekday at like noon, mm-hmm. that's going to be hard for women who are in the marketplace to attend. Is there a way to make sure that our church is orienting its common life around uh, just acknowledging that a lot of women are spending 40 or more hours a week in the marketplace? So maybe now is a good time for us to really talk about um, all of the different scopes of where women spend their time. Because when we're talking about work, we're not just talking about um, punching a time clock, are we? Hmm. Yeah, I think it's, you know, one of the things that comes up a lot when people hear that I have <laughs> written this book about work is they want to know what about the work that I do at home, you know, managing a household, putting meals on the table, yeah. taking care of my young children. And what I what I think is really a detriment to the church is when we divide 
women against each other and say one type of work is better than the other. I believe that our our unpaid work, the work that we do at home is just as valuable spiritually as work done outside the home, but also that you know, for a lot of women, they do have to work outside the home. Mm-hmm. And so instead of instead of pitting women against each other or pitting families against each other, saying, how is this decision for our family, um, you know, honoring God, benefiting our children and doing what we need to do to get by and seeing um, a kingdom purpose and value in the work done, whether outside the home or inside the home. So I, I don't want to add fuel to the mommy wars. I'm sure some of your listeners are familiar with the mommy wars. Mm-hmm. And to just say the church should be a place where stay-at-home moms, uh, women working outside the home, whether or not they have young children, there is meaning and purpose and value um, in both types of work. Amen. And and this is a book that can help every woman, no matter what um, frame of mind they're in right now. So I just want to encourage our listeners, if you haven't yet already, you could call the listener line at 866-713-9675. And a listener is going to get a copy of this book. And you can also just go find it out there. It's A Woman's Place by Caitlin Beatty. And uh, Caitlin, your website is CaitlinBeatty.com, right? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. All right, so at what point in time in your life, Caitlin, did you realize that God had called you to be a Christian working woman who then ministered to Christian working women hmm. through writing? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. So, I mean, I grew up in a home where when my brother and I were very young, it was important for my mom to be at home. She wanted to be at home in that in that season of life. But as we got older, you know, she had studied library science in college. She started working as a librarian. Um, she started working at an early childhood education center. So I saw a model early on of a, a mother who worked, and she spoke very positively about her work. Later on, after I graduated college, I started working at a magazine called Christianity Today as an editor. And the more time that I spent there, the more I realized that I actually really liked my work <laughs> and that I found I found this sense of of purpose in that work, you know, that we were publishing a publication that was supposed to um, inform and equip and encourage the body of Christ and that the way that we did that was through writing. And so as I started to write articles, edit articles, I started to see, wow, there's there's a lot of purpose and meaning and value in this daily work. And I don't know how often we talk about that in the church, but I think it's important to talk about in the church because I think, and maybe especially as a, as a young woman, when I walked into the local church, I wasn't always sure if it was okay for me to talk about professional work or the goodness of that work. And so I wanted to um, create space for for other women and for church communities to have that conversation and not to pit certain types of work over and against each other to say, um, you know, even I, I know, you know, my work had a explicitly Christian dimension working at the magazine, but I would say, you know, accountants who are serving the Lord in that work, <laughs> baristas who are serving uh, the Lord in their in their daily work. You know, there is king, there can be kingdom value and purpose in all of those types of work, and the church is a place that can honor that. 
So let's talk about that for a minute. Talk to our listeners who are maybe struggling with that conversation. How do, you know, is it okay for me to talk about my work and, you know, um, that it it's not as um, respected as, an, you know, being, choosing to not work outside of the home or whatever that conversation might be. Talk to the listeners, encourage them um, with something that you, you can share as a truth. Mm. Yeah, I think it's it's clear um, from scripture that while all Christians serve this common mission of, of loving and serving the Lord and loving and serving their neighbors, I mean, that's a bedrock call no matter what we're doing. Mm-hmm. But it's clear that that can take a lot of different forms um, in the body of Christ, that we're not all called to the same thing, um, that in the body of Christ, each part of the body has a different role to play. And in that way, you know, someone who is maybe working at Starbucks or working retail, and it's not something they're passionate about, I would say the way that you show up to work on time, the way that you treat your coworkers, when you do your work with honesty and excellence and fairness, that matters to God. It's not just um, kind of professional Christians that have the real calling. Um, you know, God wants all of our lives to be done in service to Him. And even if God has put us in a position or given us a job or opportunity that we're not super excited about or feels temporary, there's still a way to honor God in that work. Um, I also think pastors can do a really great job of um, honoring that that daily work done by people in their church. You know, I've heard of pastors actually doing appointments during the week of going to see where their church members work, just mm-hmm. to see how do you, you know, where do you spend 40 hours <laughs> a week? Right. What, what are you doing? I want to, I want to know what your daily life is like so that I can minister to you in a better way. Um, and so I think pastors can really help to set the tone that all work um, matters to God and can be used for uh, kingdom purposes. Wow. You have a phenomenal hold in your mind on the theology of work. I really appreciate that summary that you just gave. All right. So just let's just state it for the, uh, the obvious, but let's make sure we state it. There is absolutely nothing wrong with a, a Christian woman going out to work outside of the home. Correct. Yes. Correct. Unless the work is illegal. Okay, uh, fine. Okay. But there's but also the scope of, yes. But there's also nothing wrong with a Christian woman who decides that she wants to stay at home and work really hard taking care of her mm-hmm. kids at home, right? Absolutely. There's, Absolutely. There, and I just I, I we wanted to just make sure we dealt with that stigma that, mm-hmm. that a lot of times the the, the certain denominations of churches have said, well, your highest calling would be to stay at home with your kids. And while women's role is a lot of time because they're nurturers is to help raise those kids, they need their mom. It's not, there's not like a different ranking system for a mom that stays at home working versus a mom that goes to work working. It's all tough work that's out there Mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. All right, Mm -hmm. but the the cultures, Caitlin Beatty, around the world have primarily primarily locked women from the marketplace. They've locked them out. In the U.S., there was a battle for recognition for women and their accomplishments and their talents. And in the church, there's still a battle going on. How do you use your book 
A Woman's Place. How do you use your book to encourage the Christian working woman that it's okay and expected that they respond to the call that God has put on their life to use their natural gifts, talents, and abilities to work? Well, the way that I try to do that is really by just keeping women rooted in the scriptural understanding of work. We also have a resource as as Protestants <laughs> of, of the priesthood of all believers or the call of all believers to say it's not just the religious leaders who have the important work to do in the world. It's mm -hmm. all believers. Mm -hmm. um, we also have stories of women, both in the past and in our time today, who have kind of broken the glass ceiling, right. so to speak, have entered the marketplace, are doing excellent work, are leading teams and creating uh, needed change sometimes right. in and organizations. We wanna, and we want to hit, hit some of those stories when we come back, because I really want you to share what you uncovered as you did the research for this book. We're talking with Caitlin Beatty about her book, A Woman's Place. Call the listener line 866-713-9675, 866-713-WORK to get a copy of Caitlin Beatty's book, A Woman's Place. You're listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We'll be right back. Field manuals have been around for decades. You and I are soldiers serving in our mission fields at work. The I Work For Him field manuals are intended to provide the practical, tactical, factual, and biblical perspectives around work, women at work, and retirement. Our field manuals provide the detailed biblical information and faith-based how-tos for Christ followers like you serving in the field. Go to iworkforhim.com forward slash bookstore and request your free chapter today. That's I Work For him.com forward slash bookstore. Thanks for going digital. Hey, welcome back to I Work For Him as we're talking with Caitlin Beatty today about her book and really the topic, A Woman's Place. A Christian vision for your calling in the office, the home, and the world really just speaks truth into the women, Christian working women everywhere, whether you're working from home as a mom, which is probably the toughest job in the world, raising the little kids. No way I'm trading jobs with you. And, or whether you're out there in the marketplace, any way you look at it, a Christian working woman has unique challenges. It does. And Caitlin, you got the opportunity to interview a bunch of Christian women and to hear their stories. And I want to hear what you found as a common theme. But I also want the listeners to know that they can find some of those stories in the book. So tell them about the format of the book, A Woman's Place. Yeah, so I had the opportunity to interview several women leaders working in different professional sectors, whether mm -hmm. it was kind of nonprofit or business or education, and just really wanting to highlight the good kingdom work that is done when women are in the marketplace. One of the stories that I, I really appreciated the most was from a woman named uh, Suzanne Metaxas. You might recognize the last name, mm -hmm. <laughs> Metaxas's wife. But um, back in the 80s and early 90s, there was a church uh, in New York City that realized that New York has one of the highest abortion rates in the country. Mm. And instead of, um, you know, in, in, I should say, in addition to kind of prayer and personal counseling, Suzanne and a small team of women decided to open a, a pregnancy resource center. It's now called Avail. And it's really a place where women who are um, struggling with a decision who probably feel scared um, who don't know where to turn can come and get all the support that they need to make the right decision for themselves and their unborn child, whether that's through adoption uh, mm -hmm. referrals or just uh, counseling, you know, having a safe space to, to talk about how you're processing this and coming just coming alongside 
women who are struggling and who mm-hmm. are suffering and, um, you know, wanting to offer that relational support. And honestly, I think that it's probably best that that work is done by women. Sure. <laughs> you know, I, I think about Suzanne's leadership and I think, yeah, that's, that's probably, um, it's best that she is doing that and that, that avail has been so effective at, at reaching women and, um, you know, helping them choose life. Another woman I, I love talking to, her name is Jessica Honinger, and she founded an organization called Noonday Collection. And again, some of your listeners might know about it because Noonday sells um, beautiful handmade jewelry and purses online. And it mm-hmm. kind of became very popular in the Christian women's world several years ago. And Jessica basically founded this uh, business where all the people who are making the jewelry are women who are living in developing countries who are paid a, a livable wage for their work. Awesome. Um, and so she is not only providing um, items of beauty to women who are purchasing these, uh, you know, pieces of jewelry or purchasing things as gifts. I know a lot of women have house parties right, where they, right. they sell some mm-hmm. of the noonday collection mm-hmm. items, but she's also employing, helping to employ hundreds of women all over the world um, so that they can then provide for their family. So it has this beautiful ripple effect. And um, just, I, I would say a common theme in these is just women wanting to help and serve other women. And recognizing that a lot of that takes place in in relationship, in care, and compassion, and finding creative solutions to support one another. All right, you've got 15 seconds. Speak to the Christian working women out there today and give them a word of encouragement. God is with you in your daily work. God sees the hard work that you're putting in. God knows the pressures that you're under. And God has not made a mistake in calling you to the marketplace. He has a, a purpose and a vision for your time in the marketplace, and he will make it fruitful. Caitlin Beatty, writing A Woman's Place. Thank you so much for being an I work for him today. Thanks so much for having me. Check her out online, CaitlinBeatty.com, CaitlinBeatty.com, or call the listener line to get a copy of the book, A Woman's Place, 866-713-9675, 866-713-WORK. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace is our mission field, but ultimately, I I work work for for him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit IWorkForHim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online, IWorkForHim.com. I work the number for him.com.